back to Lloyd and JD, the best fucking podcast in the world. I am Lloyd. I'm JD. What's up, man? Not too much. We took a hiatus. Is that a word? A hiatus? Yeah. 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 Did it I what, use it in the right context? You use it in the right context. It's a win. Yeah. Absolutely a win. So yeah, we had a little... I'm not going to do it again, but yeah, yeah. We, we were away. Yeah, we were away. Uh, I you had, uh, well, yeah. yeah, my elbow was a little fucked up and had to get yeah, that man. taken care of. I can actually put my arm on the armrest of the poker nice. table now. So without thinking I'm going to die. You don't realize how annoying it is to not be able to do something as simple as that until you can't do it. Yeah. I like, um, I had rock in my eye at work and I, a little different, but. It's like you never notice, you know, how shitty it is to have one eye. Yeah. And yeah. the other eye feel that crap. Yeah. Like trying to drive everything. is, and, just... it, and it drives you absolutely mental stuff. Like yeah. That. And I know that you, when we filmed the one podcast, when you had that, you had to wear glasses because it was just, it was just that. Fucked. It was honestly, I had like a span of a week there where yeah. I got something in my eye three times. Yeah. And I just was fucking me right up. (laughs) My elbow was, it was, it was messy because it's a joint, right? And you move it all the time. You don't realize how often you move your elbow and it was just, it was not fun. And, you know, to be honest, it probably took longer to heal than if I'd snapped my arm, you know, in half. But, you know, hopefully it's good now. It's, you know, kind of a 50, 50 thing, whether or not I will need surgery and it will come back. Yeah, I, people cure. have told me that, you know, uh, I tried some topical stuff and it just didn't. The tongue stuff. The tongue stuff. Apparently, a buddy of mine asked me to get me get him some. Yeah. So I acquired some CBD oil for him. Yeah. And he wasn't, you know, he's never done anything like that before. Apparently cured his well, back problems that he right. was. Now, I don't know if it's placebo because everything that you believe in has yes, a placebo yes. effect and it's huge. They've done tests. Placebo effect is huge. Yeah. Like it's actually made people better. Yeah. Them thinking that they're better. Yeah. The brain is a powerful, powerful Absolutely. thing. And it just goes to show how a good thinking, positive mind can do miracles. Yeah. So, you know, there's half that and then there's half, you know, maybe actually was, Working well, it has to have some, you know, redeeming, well, quali- redeeming qualities. I, I don't think it's a miracle now, from thing, my, man. Like, my know. end, of the, I'm a huge advocate of marijuana. Yep. We all know that. I use marijuana. I'm a medical patient. Um, I'm so forward with it that I want it to be like, you know, I believe it helps some people's lives. I have mixed signals with THC. Like THC can make a lazy person... <laughs> The laziest yeah. person you know you have to have a good get up and go i'm lucky because i suffer with adhd so yeah i'm constantly wired anyway like people usually don't know if i've smoked during the day yeah. because i don't act you know i'm not walking around all slow and stuff there's times where i've been on the show where i'm absolutely lit and that you know i think everyone's <laughs> been there like we're at the podcast i do what i want <laughs> but um i've tried cbd i've smoked cbd um I've tried the oil. It does nothing for me. Yeah. I don't feel a fucking thing. I don't know what I'm looking for. Like supposed to like relax you or something. I don't know, man. I had the same fucking anxiety I had before when I, before I smoked. But I, for me personally, I don't know whether I've just had no effects. It hasn't, I use THC and I have the effects. It works for me. It does exactly what I need. Yeah. 
my medication that I was on before used to make me not tired, making me not hungry. I was losing weight. Now I fucking eat all the time. I'm constantly sleepy. <laughs> you know, yeah. like at night I have stuff that can get me to sleep. During the day I have stuff that will allow me to just go about my day. So, you know, it works for me. The CBD, I've just, I have never noticed. Right. I was told that CBD helps with inflammation. Yeah. that's and, It's an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. It's so, a relax- I mean, when I took it, I, I, I was expecting some of those effects. It did really nothing for me. But to be fair, like, you know, is that I had been giving medication, like prescribed medication to help with the inflammation as well. That wasn't helping either. And it wasn't until I got the procedure done that well, even then it swelled up huge and then kind of subsided from there. So I have been told as well that it's the constant use of it that is going to help you in the long run it's having it in your life on a day-to-day basis so like any one of your minerals or vitamins that you're taking in the morning your vitamin d vitamin e it's good to take your cbd along with those and then you're going to see yeah a huge life change that's crazy though to me because at that point it's a very expensive probably proposition it's very expensive to buy yeah it's insanely expensive to buy but maybe because it's good Maybe. Like or, they're doing tests on it and nothing yeah. bad has come back. No, no. but And you know you they're know, testing the shit out of it. Especially I, when the government has yes, yes. involved in something. They are testing yeah. the shit I, I think out of it. what's happening now, now that the fact that everything's been legalized and that you can, you know, purchase it at, you know, stores throughout Canada and, you know, it's part, part of, you know, everyday society now, is that now that they can at least get the funding to do full-on research... You know, and they're going to do full on research because, you know, in the past it would have been not so legal to have the stuff. There would have been a whole bunch of restrictions there. I mean, there has been research, but, you know, it's not not to the extent, you know, where you've got big test groups and lots of people using it and so on and so forth. You know, I I mean, I'm sure it has some redeeming qualities. I'm sure if, you know, it's touted as an anti-inflammatory, it probably does have some of those qualities. But, you know, sometimes I feel like when I hear like. CBD, everybody's like, oh, you CBD, oh, this CBD, CBD, mm-hmm. CBD. I feel like, you know, it's, you know, the Wild West where the guys would come around in a little cart and it's like, hey, try Dr. <laughs> Jekyll's uh, snake oil. It'll yeah. cure all your ails. It's because it's filled with cocaine, right? <laughs> That's why you feel better. <laughs> you know, uh, at the end of the day. Again? So, <laughs> I mean, if it works for you, that is absolutely amazing, you know, and, you know, hopefully it does help a lot of people and you know that's that's a great thing for me it did absolutely nothing i used a topical cream it did nothing but again you know to be fair prescribed medication did nothing for me either so i mean it could have just been the nature of the injury that i had you know yeah i don't know i was smoking it for anxiety yeah and it was doing nothing Nothing. for you so yeah and and i have another friend who tried cbd had he had an injury and nothing and but then i have another buddy who does it for hockey yeah and takes it in a drink right and says that he takes it for anxiety and it he claims it's cured it. yeah and, and i mean you know high profile people have used it uh, even in places where it's been illegal in sports where it's illegal to do it like i remember we talked about nate diaz a long time ago yeah from the ufc well, the co- recovery of his- he was smoking CBD, or he was vaping it. He wasn't smoking it. Yeah. CBD right after the fight to aid his body recovery. in the recovery. And I mean, you know, 
if it has those kind of, you know, anti-inflammatory qualities, you know, in a situation like that, I would see it being somewhat effective, right? You know? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it was just a bad test setting. I don't know. Maybe. Well, and, you know, who knows, you know, the quality or, you know, exactly. what percentage you're supposed to take because it's not like, you know, it's just like apply two to three times a day. What the percentage is, who knows, you know, yeah. you don't know how much is your body absorbing, you know, how much of that oil that you're putting on is is oil and not CBD. I mean, there's a whole bunch of factors. It's like anything, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you take a low dose aspirin once a day, I mean, it's not going to help you a ton with pain. Like if you, you know, those ones that people take because, you know, they have issues with, you know, their arteries yeah. clotting. So they just keep it going. But if you take Jesus. that as a pain medication, like it's probably going to do very little for you unless yeah. you pop 10, right? Yeah. But if you take a regular dose aspirin, it'll be a different story. If you take an extra strength aspirin, it will be a different story again. So, I mean, there's a whole continuum yeah. of stuff. So you can't discount it 100%, but, you know. Well, a lot of stuff you do see on the market is quite a low dose. Right. Like the dosage that my friend was taking was 2,000 milligrams Yeah. in a drop. Or in the bottle. Mechagrams? 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 Yeah, whatever. MG. That's yeah. all. It so, but it was 2000. And the, you, the norm that you see is like 500. Yeah. So it's... that's Yeah, it's a, it's a, a strong size dose. And maybe that's it. Like maybe, like I said, with what I was putting on, maybe that wasn't enough. It was weak. Right? Maybe yeah. it was... Maybe know. the one you were putting on is for like muscle tear after right. a workout or yeah. like but you would like to help with some relief and recovery like but you were I like agree. trying to recover from like you <laughs> yeah. know yeah. A, a major a major in yeah, yeah. i mean it, what, what i had done was huge right I so mean, it was a huge maybe that's why it was just inconsistent yeah and maybe for me i was using a cbd infused marijuana so maybe the thc was just I was just getting high and that the CBD wasn't strong enough. Right, right. And maybe you're judging it on the fact if it was, you know, because I know they also sell like THC marijuana mixes where mm -hmm. it's like the, you know. Oh, yeah. When, when I've looked at, it looked at what, sure. what they're doing, you know, they have the THC listed and the CBD listed. Yeah. So when you get and when you get weed, like the highest THC you can get is around 25, right. 26. Some will claim that you can get more. I don't know. Like I've done a lot of research and like if you look up most strains... I've never seen anything over like 25, 26. I yeah. don't know. You feel free to fucking argue down in the comments. But um, so you typically when you get the CBD, usually on, on weed, you'll see like 0 0.01 CBD in like most strains, 0 0.05, yeah. 0, you know. And when you get the CBD high, you get around 15, sometimes 12% CBD. And then you're looking at like 5%, 6% THC. So it's a lot higher in CBD. Yeah. But... And I, I think I smoked like a 15, 16% right. CBD. I think it was like a 5% THC. Yeah. And you see, what, what I'm thinking is, is maybe, you know, you're smoking something that was split like 50-50 kind of thing. Maybe you are interpreting the results based on your experience hmm. with, you know, THC marijuana. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you're well, like, maybe oh, I'm I was, not that high. I, you know, maybe I, I was feel, pissed I didn't buy my AAA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were, you know, you were expecting uh, more you know, of the, the THC results kind of thing for pain yeah. relief than you were for what the CBD would do for you in a long term yeah. kind of situation. And like anyone knows me, I'm a connoisseur of the cannabis at this yeah. point. You're like, I know what I like. I don't stem from the path. Yeah, yeah. And, and I mean, you know, what I like is that, you know, in legalization, because they've legalized it as a whole, 
and that you can get CBD, you know, and CBT has no psych psychotropic effects. So it doesn't, you know, affect your judgment. It doesn't impair you anything like that. Yeah. So you can get just pure CBD and that's, you can use you it as it is. CBD. And if that works for you, that's perfect. And that I think is if, you know, once they get the research and, you know, find out exactly what it does and how it affects everything and, you know, some really good science behind it. I think that's a great thing because if it can move people away from prescription opioids uh, or opioid use, I think that that's an amazing thing that you can take something, it can help cure what ails you yeah. and has like zero think, kind of, you know, I think it's just going to be the price thing that we're going to be battling. The, right. the better of a medicine this becomes, yeah. the more expensive it right. becomes. But on the flip side to that, hopefully at some point that, you know, healthcare plans would include that in their well, coverage. Well, there is healthcare plans right. that already include it in yeah. the coverage. So if you have healthcare plans that include it, then then fine. But, but healthcare is fucking expensive. It is, it is. You know, unless, a lot you're, of those drugs, unless you're with a good company, obviously, yeah. that's paying, you know, for you to have benefits. Yeah. It's fucking expensive. Yeah. It's a lot of money. I think that prescription ointment that I got was like $200. Yeah. For a jar of it. I'm like, what the hell? That's insane. (laughs) And then it does nothing. So you're like, (laughs) I just paid $200 for nothing. Yeah. You know, but I know a lot of people, they they won't pay anything because they have like some major healthcare coverage, which is amazing if you got it. I don't got it. Yeah. So I pay. Pay out of pocket. Yeah. It gets. Gas prices are down though. It is, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's under a buck, which is is kind of crazy. It's great. It's uh, nice that they lopped some tax off. Yeah. You know, I, I was not, getting silly. It's you know, it, it you know still is to, silly. Groceries need to fucking change. Yeah. It's 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 silly as a whole. I think you know, kind of in this country, in this city, especially. Well, food here is becoming insane. It just a T-bone steak at Superstore the other day was thirty dollars. Yeah, it's like what the fuck? It's it wasn't out of big. control. Not even big. Yeah, I mean when you get the same steak for fifteen dollars. Yeah, it's that's like everything double. keeps on going up and up and up except for your wages. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and you know we've heard for probably the last I don't know six seven years how terrible the economy is. And My it's terrible wage and terrible. that I get now, if I was getting that when I first got here, you would have been well off. Yeah. I'm not. No, not so much. <laughs> Which yeah. sucks. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's a huge amount of fighting going on. I mean, in city, everybody's complaining about like, you know, residential tax. The businesses are kind of teaming up because their, their taxes on their buildings have gone up huge. Yeah. And, you know, that's everybody. Yeah, upset. I saw that. There's got like some revolution happening, right? They're all meeting there on Monday or something. Yeah. Like town yeah. Hall I mean, like fight, fight the power. Yeah. I don't know 100%. I, I've asked a couple of questions. I've seen the thread over and over and over, like where they say, hey, you know, like we paid $2,000 a month, you know, last year. Now we're paying like $6,000. It was a, month. a significant increase. I mean, yeah. one was like 78000 to 200000 Yeah. That's fucking significant. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, is that's kind of a property tax, right? So much like my my home, I pay tax every year on my house to the city for being here and having a home and owning property. Same thing with them. So I mean, it's based like you but know, if on the value if you think of the about home. it, it doesn't make sense. If if we're in a you know economy where prices are going up and wages are staying the same, people can't afford to spend as lavishly as they can, yeah. and then you're raising the 
tax on these. Well, you're driving prices up huge there, right? Yeah, now you're going to drive up prices yeah. even more yeah. where pay is still staying the same. So these companies will go out of business because no one will be buying and they'll yeah. be paying for this extraordinary rent. Yeah. And then what? You just destroy that yeah. to me. That seems like the economy is destroying itself. It's yeah. like it's eating itself because when those people that can't afford to be there anymore, all these stores that we've seen on 17th yeah. that we all know that we all still go to and we're like, Oh, I don't understand how you're going out of business. Cause I fucking yeah. still shop here. Um, what, when they're gone, what then? Yeah. But the Who's thing is with in? those things, right. And this is something that's not being talked about is that, you know, the property tax is on the property that you own and the value of it. So if your business is in a building and it's gone, you bought it, you know, five years ago for $200,000 and now it's worth $4 million yeah. and you're getting taxed based on the fact that it's $4 million. I don't know. My business choice would be, it's like, I like being on 17th. The, the, the taxes are a little high, but I have this building that I spent 200,000 on and now it's worth like 4 million. I'll just take my $3.8 million profit, yeah. sell it, move out, and uh, go somewhere else. And I, I mean, you know, uh, Kensington Art Store, uh, where and you I get, and I used to go to get paint and stuff like that. Thing, yeah. yeah, they did the same thing. They moved out of Kensington and massive. they moved down south. And now they have a massive, they got a place that's massive in Yeah, and it's not, but it's not so much about that. It's about the fact that still someone has to be there in the end. Like, yeah. it, you're still destroying an industry. Like, I think because the, you're pricing people out of a place that they might want to be is what it is. And the people that are going to move in, are, no one's going to be able to afford that in a market that we have today. People yeah. aren't spending money. Yeah. They're not spending money. It's down, shopping is way down. Yeah. People aren't going out and buying extravagant shit. Well, and that's, that's an interesting argument as well because things like Amazon, you know, who they paying their taxes to, right? Yeah. They deliver probably millions of dollars worth of goods every day in Calgary, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's shipments going on, but there's no Amazon in Calgary, so they're not getting tax. Yeah. So they're taking money out of the tax base. So I get it. It's a complicated problem, right? I mean, I don't think there's an easy solution, you know? But well, we I, already I live that, in such a small city. Yeah. There's already such little to do in our downtown. Yeah. When they're killing it like that, it's depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, okay, these companies might move and I might be able to still find my favorite restaurant somewhere, right. you know, down southwest where they bought this massive great. Yeah. But still, you're killing a vibe yeah. that is already dying. Like, yeah. Calgary's downtown has always kind of suffered, to be honest. You know, it's. But that it's, would really make it suffer. Yeah. I mean, you look at all the projects that they've ever done to try to re. Like, I mean, look at Eau Claire Market, was supposed to be this great, wonderful place that everybody goes. When was the last time you went to Eau Claire Market to. Last uh, week. <laughs> to, but, but, to have dinner and you but know. we go to the park that right. is right there yeah so, so you're going we to walk the park past yeah. Eau Claire Market. do you go into Eau Claire Market no, and spend time there no it's you know and that's that's like I said it's you know it's not well necessarily thought out I mean you know I can empathize that they're raising the taxes part of me says well if you have a building that was worth that much maybe it's time to sell and move into somewhere different mm -hmm. you know I mean, at the end of the day, if you, you, you're going to walk away with millions of dollars because your property's worth millions, you probably what about do those right. guys that are renting underneath someone else who's like someone else owns that $4 million thing, not right. So, so if he I mean, decides to sell, then good for him. But yeah. what about these companies, you know, that yeah. don't own the then building it's, that they're then in? It's, you know, you and know I'm not sure exactly how that dynamic works. You know, obviously there will be, be a trickle down effect in the yeah. sense that if I pay more tax, but again, right? I mean, if, if I'm in a, if I, I own a property 
you know, I'm going to want to cover some expenses, but you know, chances are my profit's going to be off the increase of that property. And when I sell it, you know, or I just want to maintain it, yeah. you know, so the value can go up, you know, it's like I said, it's not, someone's getting fucked though. Oh yeah. Somebody, somebody has got to pay for everything. Right. I mean, the truth of the money is, or the, the whole thing is, is that government spends too much money mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. You know, when times are bad, they have to look at ways of cutting. You know, if you look at uh, projects that were approved in Calgary, you know, the arena, for example, at one point they're like, we don't have enough money to do that. And it's like, oh yeah, we got, we have $500 million. And then next thing you, they raise the property taxes for residences and commercial for what? To probably to pay for an arena. It's like, if you can't afford it, don't do it. Don't do it. Right. I fight that every day. Like it's like these guys with fucking money in their pockets. They can't, they don't have that fucking, they're all got silver spoons in their mouths when they're fucking born. That's the fucking problem. There's no one up there that understands what it's like to work for your fucking money. Because I fight that every day. Every day I go into a shop and my daughter wants a new fucking bike or my daughter wants a new fucking bike helmet. I fucking have to weigh the consequences of whether, do I have the money to afford this? There's more important things that need to be bought. We, you make those fucking, everyone makes those, we all make those fucking yeah. decisions every day, but those rich cunts that decide what happens with our tax money. It's insane. It's like they'll spend fucking half a million dollars on a blue fucking ring. Like, they're nuts. Yeah. They're fucking nuts. They're insane. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, and like I said, and I they're think, killing the city. The city's yeah. shit. The art projects are shit. Those rocks on the fucking skewers, they're shit. <laughs> the ring is shit. It's all shit. And every time there is a nice project where you can paint something good, they go and source it to fucking New York. Yeah, bring over a painter and he can paint a building. You know how many brilliant artists there are in fucking Calgary yeah. that live here and graffiti here and paint here and it's amazing work. But yeah. do they get the job? No. Some other fucking weird yeah. cunt from some other fucking place gets the money yeah it's fucking insane it is it is and on that note that's all we have time for this week i'm lloyd i'm jd fuck you calgary peace see ya (laughs)